6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. The things that we have seen come out of the Liberal NDP uh, Supply and Confidence Agreement is this dental care program, which was announced this afternoon. Uh, Rachel Gilmore is a reporter with Global News. Rachel has been covering that side of the budget today. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the show. Hello, Rachel. Oh, hold on a second. Hi, Rachel. Bit of a chaotic day today. Hey there, I've got you now. Pressing the right buttons. Uh, thank you, you for can joining hear me us. Now? Oh, yeah, great. I can. Uh, Rachel, tell us how this program's <laughs> going to work. <laughs> Um, hopefully it works better than my uh, audio did just there because uh, I, I think I had my mute button on, so that's totally on me. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically what's going to end up happening is um, if everything goes according to plan, because, you know, as it works with budget, they aren't uh, really the law of the land until they get passed in the House of Commons. But um, what's supposed to happen is first, kids under 12. So if you got kids under 12 in your household are supposed to have access to dental care by the end of the year, which is really soon for a lot of families. Um, but you'll only have access to this if your combined household income is less than $90,000 a year. And the only way that you don't have at least some co-pays is if your combined household income is under 70000 So it's sort of a staggered approach, but it's supposed to be fully implemented by 2025. Rachel more joining me this afternoon. All right, so we, we talked about that uh, kids under the age of 12, hopefully by the end of this year. But what about those under the age of 18 and seniors and, and those folks living with disability? I know that there were special, there's specific um, uh, rules that they will follow as well. Timelines, let's put it that way. Yeah, so um, kids under 12 get first go at this. Um, they're the ones who are supposed to get access before the end of this year. But it expands to, as you said, um, people under 18, um, seniors, and those living with disabilities next year. So by the end of 2023, those people are all supposed to have access to this program as well, provided that they uh, meet the threshold when it comes to their household income. So, yeah, it's, it's coming, and it's probably coming faster than a lot of people uh, maybe thought yesterday or the day before. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Um, Rachel, I'm curious to know if uh, the NDP leader, uh, Jagmeet Singh, has, has said anything following uh, this, uh, this announcement in the budget today so far. Jagmeet Singh is joked about this. He, um, he actually said that this is probably going to change a lot of Canadians' lives. Um, this is pretty much exactly word for word what he and uh, the Liberals agreed to in that Liberal NDP deal in which, you know, the NDP traded support in the House of Commons mm. to help the Liberals to avoid an election until 2025 in exchange for action on these priorities that are important to the NDP. So he's really pleased to see this um, in the budget and uh, he definitely seemed happy about this aspect of the budget anyway yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in no, his press conference yeah, today. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> in your going over the documents uh, today that uh, you were surprised not to see anything in the budget that we thought was going to maybe happen that's not there yeah absolutely um so i mean first and foremost just speaking broadly this is definitely a kind of smaller budget than i think some people expected 
expected. Um, that's apparently, according to The Economist, an effort to uh, not um, inflate inflation anymore than it needs to be. Um, but in terms of specific things that were left out, so I went through and found a couple that were kind of surprising. Um, one that is not surprising, but, you know, for those living outside of the Ottawa bubble, it might have been a bit of a surprise, is Pharmacare. Mm. Obviously, the Liberal NDP deal had a lot of people thinking, hey, maybe we'll be getting Pharmacare soon. But uh, Jagmeet Singh actually said they've given the government until 2023 for that one. So that's one that we should be expecting to see some legislation on in the next, you know, two years. Um, another one was protection for renters because there was a whole bunch of uh, stuff going on in the budget for home buyers, for people, you know, with houses. But for those of us who rent, you know, like yeah. me and uh, a lot of other Canadians, there really wasn't much, especially uh, not much on the front of corporate uh, landlords who maybe own a bunch of property um, as investments. Um, another thing that really stood out was uh, there, as I mentioned, wasn't a ton happening on the inflation front. Um, they really just tried not to poke the bear and tried to keep the spending reined in, but they also didn't really bother doing anything symbolic to show that they are looking to address inflation. Um, and finally, defense spending really um, fell short for a lot of onlookers because the government seemed to be posturing that they would be getting closer to that 2% of GDP spending on defense that NATO has, uh, you know, you're supposed to be spending that if you're a NATO nation but we have been far short of that for years. And the current $8 billion new commitment is only going to bring us from about 1.4% of GDP to 1.5%. Mm -hmm. So it's really not a big increase. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's a start and we need to find out how that's going to be rolled out over the next five years as well. Uh, Rachel, Absolutely. I really appreciate this this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, take care. Rachel Gilmore is a reporter with Global News covering uh, the, uh, the federal budget this afternoon.